0: You are listening to the power and pros podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You are tuned in to another episode of the power and pros podcast. Podcast. Listen, y'all, there will be moments when we have to do like the great Aaliyah said, dust ourselves off and try again. A small example, I shared a few episodes back that I moved to a new apartment and I bought some new curtains for my new room and for the living room. And so my bedroom curtain rod fit the window perfectly, like everything was great. But the one I got for the living room was too small, I miscalculated. And so I had to go to Amazon and try Again, there are plenty of moments in our life that will be just like that. We will miscalculate what it takes and that can make us discouraged. I want to offer ways that we can dust ourselves off, try again and be encouraged to continue to go forward in the direction that we're supposed to go based on the call upon our lives that we have. So of course, we're going to get into the power punch of the week and then we'll get into it. Okay, I've been getting a lot of great feedback on all of the writing prompts that we have had so far. So I wanted to hit you guys with another one. This week, the power punch is to write down the last time you failed. Write down the last time that you failed. A lot of times with failures, disappointment, things that happened that we didn't expect, we hold it. And it's inside of us and we don't even notice because we're still waking up, we're brushing our teeth, we're doing our thing. And what happens is as as you try to step out again, as you're given a word that you should deliver to somebody again, as you're in a moment where it's going to cause you to have faith and to believe in yourself, we choke up. And we're not understanding why and we start to beat ourselves up when really it's because of the last time that you failed. You didn't really process it. You don't know what happened. You just know that you was expecting one thing to happen and that thing ain't happened yet. And so I want us to take time to truly sit down and write out the last time that you failed how did it make you feel who saw it who was there who didn't see it and you glad they didn't see it because you failed you didn't do what you wanted to do just try to go back there but not go back there you know what i'm saying but just recount that time that moment in your life and how is it if it is showing up in your today i think it's a really really peaceful tool that we could use when we start to really sit down allow space to recalibrate to think about where we've been and it's no longer now a blockage on where we're trying to go because we've processed it we've understood it and you can allow space for God to come into that thing I think when we try to pray about something that's happened or a new thing that we're expecting because we didn't break down the last time we put that as a blockage on God, when there's never, God, nothing stops him from doing what he's going to do. It's always a us thing, right? And so for us to free ourselves of that, for the weight to be lifted, for our yoke to continue to be light, for us to walk in that peace that God gives us, we have to take off those failures. And there's always a lesson that we learn. There's always a revelation that we have. But again, if we don't allow that space to really sit down and be like, oh yeah, that did happen. It didn't happen how I thought, but this one thing good did come from that. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? And that activates your faith. So again, the power punch for this week, write down your last failure, explore it and remove it from being an obstacle for you to continue to move forward. If you are submitted to God, he's going to command you to do things sometimes, What's a command? I want to make sure we're all on the same page on what a command is. A command is an authoritative order. And because you're submitted to God, he's the authority. Sometimes he's going to give you an authoritative order. There are times when God will tell you something, he'll say something, he'll act something. But I was reading this morning in Haggai, which just happened. I mean, honestly, I just got done watching church service. I was about to close my Bible, but then I was like, well, let me... Say like a little prayer. Let me do something. Like let me, let me, let me not end this moment too quick. And my Bible actually opened on Haggai, and I love when I stumble upon a book that I don't read often, or that I feel like pastors honestly don't preach on too often, that type of thing. And so I wanted to spend my time there since I happened to stumble there, and I saw that God made a command here, and this command had a few layers attached to it. And so I want us to explore the commands as they were revealed in Haggai. So one, he acknowledged where the people felt they were. If we read Haggai 1, 2, Haggai 1, 2 that I'm turning to right now, it says, the Lord of armies says this, these people say, The time has not come for the house of the Lord to be rebuilt. This is what the people said. Now we're going to see later that he literally commands them to rebuild the very thing that they felt was not time to be rebuilt, but he acknowledged that these people say, I like put a circle around that. He acknowledged where they were Two, he empowered them to think. And gave them caution within that. If we read in Haggai 1, 5, it says, Now the Lord of armies says this, Think carefully about your ways. And it goes on about the different ways of the people, different things that they have done. Um, you've planted, but you have harvested little. You eat, but never have enough to be satisfied. He just kind of goes on. And he's saying, like, think about what has taken place already. And then thirdly, he required action. This is the command. Haggai 1, eight, it reads, Go up unto the hills, bring down lumber, and build the house, and I will be pleased with it and be glorified, says the Lord. I thought that was just so dope that within the action, he reveals why he's asking people to act. He's saying, I will be pleased with it and be glorified. After you do what I'm commanding you to do to give context, the people were discouraged. They were faced with a loss. They were tired. They had been wandering around for years and they had done exactly what God had called out um, in verse four. Oh, sorry, verse five. They have planted much, harvested little. They ate, but they were never satisfied. They drank, but didn't have enough to be happy. They put on clothes. They weren't warm. Like they were actually doing stuff and it didn't amount to anything. Like it just wasn't not enough. And then here comes God asking them to do something else. Asking them to do something else. When I'm discouraged, when I feel like I've been walking around and not getting anywhere, when I'm already tired, when I've already tried and it wasn't successful, I don't want anybody to to do nothing. I don't want to do a thing. I don't feel encouraged to do anything. And I'm wondering if it's going to amount to anything. You feel me? What is the point of me continuing to go forward? That's the question that I feel like we couldn't come to and we ask ourselves. But that was not the people's response in Haggai. The people began to work and obeyed. The lord they worked and obeyed that's crazy and what's even crazier is that as they worked they were encouraged along the way they got a new word along the way the lord reminded them of promises he was keeping along the way and he continually empowered them to think beyond what they thought they thought before along the way in this encouragement, aside from be strong and I'll be with you, I found it dope that the Lord mentioned two specific things. One, their work had not yet produced. The things that they already had done had not produced anything yet. And two, that he chose them. God will keep it real with you if you let him, like for real. He will keep it all the way a honey, And I don't want to be reminded that things didn't go as planned or how I wanted them to go ever. (laughs) Like, I just don't want that reminder. Each day that I waited on my new curtain rod to come, it was a reminder that my living room was unfinished and it was unnerving to me. It was so irritating. And God brought up that irritation. He said, it has not yet produced. However, go forward. However, take this command and do what I'm commanding you to do. Put your hand to the plow and get to it. That's not the best feeling, right? But that's the reality of what's going on. And what we have to remember is that God is real. He's real. You don't got to do that fake stuff. You don't have to shuffle around issues or disappointment or things. Disbelief, honestly. There's a scripture where it literally says, God, I believe, but help my unbelief, my disbelief. Right. And so if there is a past thing or a command where you're just like, listen, bro, I hear you, but I don't really hear you. I feel you, but I don't feel you. I heard what you said, but I don't want to do what you said. You can be real with him about it. And if you expected God to show up last time, if your faith was on 10 last time he asked you to do something and you didn't see that he came through, you didn't really see it pan out as you thought it would pan out. It didn't produce. You can talk to him about it. And this is a great example of being able to do that, to be real. And it's really not the best feeling when things don't go our way. And if we focus on that fact, it'll trip us up every time. If I focused on the fact that, um, I, I, didn't get the curtain rod I'm supposed to have, and da da da, it could really stop me from completing the rest of my house. The other things that I have to measure out, I'm like, well, I measured wrong last time, so what's the point? Right? And it really can hinder you from doing what you're supposed to do. But when I focused on the fact that I chose a new curtain rod, that there was an end destination, which was my house, that it was going to work out for my good. And as I began to focus on my vision for my space, And not where I had been, which is not having the curtain rod, not having the curtains up. That's when I got to get excited. And that's how we have to be. We have to be excited about what God has called us to do. And it might not happen initially because we have to change our focus. But as we align our focus on that new thing and not the past thing, there's just a window of opportunity that you can jump into because it really is exciting. New stuff is exciting. Every time. and We are chosen specifically. We're chosen specifically. And when we choose to follow God, there will be a time to listen to what he tells us to do and a time to move based on his command. What trips us up is what we think about. What trips us up is what we think about. If we read in Haggai 115, it says, now from this day on, think carefully from this day on forward thinking, that's expectant thinking, that's confident thinking. If you're only focused from this day on, then you're saying everything that happened in the past doesn't matter. Everything that happened before has nothing compared on what's going to happen next, what's to come, how God is going to show up and show out. I'm telling y'all, the past can stifle your faith. You get consumed with how God showed up last time, how you showed up last time, how other people did or did not show up last time. You compare it to now. You don't see how things line up. And I'm here to tell you, maybe it won't line up. Maybe it won't look like last time. What does that mean for you? What does that mean for your faith? Haggai 2.9 gives us a glimpse of what that could look like the final glory of this house will be greater than the last. The final glory of this house will be greater than the last. How dope is that? How dope is that? Greater than the last. That's something that you can carry with you. That whatever new command you have is greater than the last. You being called, even though it seems like other people in your family have been here before you will be greater than the last if you seem to be in the same season same situation but the date on the calendar is a little bit different then today will be greater than the last and I want to call attention to the beginning of Haggai 2 9 it says the final glory of this house so if you're not producing yet if you don't see it yet If you are not sure what God's talking about yet, what he's doing yet, what seas he's going to part, what mountain he's going to move yet, that's okay. It doesn't mean that it's not working. It doesn't mean that he's not there. It doesn't mean that your prayers are unanswered. It says the final glory that requires some faith that requires you to have some long suffering that requires you to be able to commit to the command and to go forward with God and that he's going to work it out. The final glory of this house will be greater than the last. So don't get choked up and snuffed out by what you see right now. If you're just now beginning, if you're in the middle of what you've been doing, if it ain't done yet, he ain't done yet, period. But what he assures us, the encouragement that we get along the way is that the final glory will be greater than the last. Allow God to do something new. Be encouraged that it may have not produced fruit yet. What you've been working on, what you've been doing, it might not be as you envisioned it just yet. Your vision board might not be real life just yet. Your journal entries, you might not see that thing just yet, but it's coming. Go to work. Continue to work. You got to speak. You got to move. You have to follow the command. You'll get encouraged along the way. It'll be a person that speaks life into you along the way. and You're like, how do they know that? Why would they say that right now? That's the encouragement along the way. You'll see something. While you're driving, while you're out and about, you're looking at something on Netflix, there'll be an ad that pops up. Like there'll just be different things that happen along the way. And you're like, hmm, that's strange. No, babe, that's encouragement along the way. Keep your eyes open, keep them peeled, keep your ears to the ground, okay? There's encouragement along the way, but you will only feel that it's encouragement if you're doing the work. Otherwise, it just seems like the past coming to taunt you again. It just seems like the past is coming to say how you ain't made it yet again because you're not doing the work. If you're working, I promise you, every time you see something that looks like the vision that you have in your head, every time you see something that kind of resembles the final glory, it'll give you encouragement because you know you're taking the step in the right direction if you've been here before, it must mean that God is about to restore. There's more that he has for you. There's a new revelation. There's deeper knowledge. There's a wider span of wisdom. There's new people that he wants you to encounter. But you got to do the work. He'll encourage you along the way. God going to do his part. Period. He's going to show up. He's going to do what he do. He don't change. So if there's some newness that we're going to experience, if there's a new thing, if there's a turning of a page, it's for our benefit, but he'll get the glory. It goes together, works hand in hand, but you got to show up, be encouraged that you got the command in the first place. If you got a command, there's newness on the other side. It will be complete because of you by way of Christ Christ. And the final glory will be greater than the last. That is the encouragement for today. Haggai 2.9. If you got to make it your screensaver, whatever you got to do to call it to remembrance that the final glory, the final place. He can make peace in the place that you're in right now. All for the sake of the final glory of this house being greater than the last. Stick with him, y'all. Keep at it. Don't give up be encouraged, stay strong, think carefully, go after it, walk with him, hold on to the command and move forward. Gather your lumber, all the things that you need, consecrate yourself, go up somewhere, get quiet, make sure that you heard him right. If you need encouragement, create the space for the encouragement, right? Sometimes we're moving so much and we're like, I don't think God cares. And it's like he cares. He just ain't got time to talk to you. You haven't made time to hear what he got to say. So whatever shifts that you need to make, make them. But the final glory will be greater than the last. You got to believe that. You got to say it as as many times as you need to. People ask you, what you doing? Why are you doing that again? Because the final glory, I'm not done yet. And wh- But when I am, The final glory will be greater than the last time. You thought you saw me down bad last time. You thought that was it. That wasn't the final glory. You'll know it's done when that final glory is greater. And it'll be evident. It'll be so clear. You won't have to second guess. You won't have to doubt. And people won't ask no questions. They'll know. It'll radiate off of you. That there's greatness oozing because you did the work. You did the work. And you allow God to show up in that place and encourage you along the way. There's no greater encouragement than the encouragement that we get from God because he gets so personal with us. He gets so real with us. He gets down in our stuff. And we don't have to tell him about last time. He was there then too. And he knows it. And he'll still walk with you through that thing. He'll pain with you through that thing. He'll labor with you through that thing. And he'll encourage you along the way. So the power tool for this week is to think carefully. I want you to think carefully about the command that you've been given. Why was it given to you at this time, right here, right now? Let it be encouraging to you. What you're doing ain't by happenstance. It's not a mistake. God chose you specifically. Think carefully about how you're going to get it done. Who you need. Last episode, we talked about friendships. Who do you need right now? Who has been encouraging you along the way? Maybe it's a friend. And you just thinking, oh, that's what she do. Oh, I'm her friend. She got to do that. That's God speaking to you through that person. That's your encouragement along the way. Hold on to that. I want you to think carefully about the vision, the completion, how you see that final glory coming to be. Think carefully What does it look like? What does it feel like? How would God get the glory at the end? And allow that to push you through to do the work today. Think carefully about God's characteristics because they don't change. They don't change no matter how many times you've messed up, how many times you've ignored him, how many times you have to send a prayer up and say, hey, it's me again, my bad. No matter how many times you've ignored the command before, if you are in this moment right here and right now, he's showing up and he cares. And his characteristics don't change. Think carefully about God's character. How is it showing up and revealing itself to you in this moment? Let that be encouragement. That God has his hand on you. He has his hand on your situation. He has encamped you with angels to guide you safely to the final glory. And that that final glory will be greater than the last. I'm telling you, cool kids, God is doing something amazing. And that amazing is different for each and every one of us. So we can't get caught up in comparing to each other. But honestly, we can't even get caught up in comparing to our past selves each and every day that we wake up um christians always talk about how there's new mercy but there's newness that god wants to do i think we end up putting him in a box and being like oh since he don't change he gonna show up the same way and it's like he's like dang i want to do something a little new for you and you got me in a box like dang i was gonna show up and and give you a new way you know what i'm saying i was gonna give you some new shine some new some new And you ain't allowing me to do it because you're too focused on the last time. And that wasn't even the final glory. That wasn't even the final thing that I wanted to show you. Can I show you something new, please? That's how God, he's begging us to allow him to let him show us something new. So think carefully. Are you putting God in a box? Think carefully. What was that past failure? Are you holding that today? release it, write it out, surrender it before him, and then get to work, follow the command, and let God do something new in your life. I can't wait to hear from y'all on what the newness looks like. You can always DM your girl. I love when y'all DM me or on Instagram. If I post like a little question post and y'all be responding, I'd be like, hey (laughs) y'all. So um, if you haven't got in on the convo and the fun yet, outside of the podcast, Be sure to follow your girl on Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast. You can also, as always, be sure to email me. I would love to hear from you guys, offer encouragement that I can any scriptures that I can as you're going along on your journey. We're all cool kids in this thing together. So if you need a little lengthier encouragement via email, you can hit me up at powerandprose at gmail.com. I will respond. I'm on the other end of the email, so I will respond. And then if you have felt encouraged by the podcast, as always, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I would love to hear what's your favorite part of the show, your favorite episode, and just how I have encouraged you thus far, how the Lord has encouraged you through this show. And it would just encourage me as I continue to record each and every week. And final thing, if you are not yet subscribed to the Pros and Praise Pages newsletter, if you are not yet subscribed to the Pros and Praise Pages newsletter, please, please, please be sure to do so. If you are and you know a friend who is not and would benefit from the weekly scriptures that we share, the gratitude moments um, from the creator's note that I give you guys every week. If you know somebody that needs that, the Bible plan roundups, be sure to send the link in the show notes to someone to subscribe. I love connecting with you guys every week via those longer platforms outside of the show. It just allows for conversation, for us to connect a bit more, go deeper. And again, you get that encouragement along the way via scriptures that I share. And so be sure that you're plugged in via all those different channels. And I love you guys. I'm here with you. I'm rooting for you. I hope that you're rooting for me, child. We're all in this thing together, just trying to figure it out. And it's no accident that we're in this moment together. So let that encourage you. Remember to profess your power. There's power in pros. And I'll connect with y'all in the next episode. Bye.